Lent Day 15, Friday On the Border Between Two Kinds of Looking In an essay titled, What Do I Mean to Say I Saw?, Barbara Newman says the prophets of Israel and others of their time didn't distinguish between what we would call physical seeing and spiritual seeing. So when Isaiah writes, I saw the Lord and his train filled the temple, was he reporting something he perceived by open-eyed sight? Or was he using the language of the prophets as a seer, something we would regard as a function of the spiritual imagination? No way to know, says Newman. Even if we pay lip service to such a thing as spiritual insight, we automatically assign an unequivocal sense of hard reality to physical sight and a softer, less reliable, less tangible, less significant reality to the other kind. And if we assume that spiritual seeing could be really real, we assume anyone capable of such a thing is an outlier. Not at all like us, the sort of people who make up approximately I don't know, 0.05% of the population. But what if we paid a little more respect to our pre-modern ancestors, who, as Tanya Lerman says, commenting on Newman's essay, did not tell us whether their images had clear borders or were translucent like a ghost. They didn't because the distinction between the two modes of seeing didn't strike them as all that important. Of course, the realm of spirit peeks out at us from time to time through the thin veil separ barely separating these intermingling realms, and we as humans in God's image can catch occasional glimpses of that other realm. Everyone knows that, no explanations needed. Thus the ancestors of our great-great-grandparents might have thought. Out of respect for our elders, we might playfully consider the possibility that they were onto something real. After all, they successfully managed some very harsh realities and lived to pass on their DNA to the likes of us. Maybe we owe them that, at least. And we have the witness of sacred text to the legitimacy of such things that lie beyond the borders of our conventional wisdom. St. Paul casually employs a phrase in one of his letters much in keeping with, God be in my eyes and in my looking. His goes, the eyes of your heart having been enlightened. Ephesians 1.18, David Bentley Heart Translation. God's light and all that it illumines can be seen by the eyes of our hearts, by which we engage in a real form of looking. Let us pray then today, employing the words of those for whom such things came so easily. And now the Sarum Prayer. God be in my head and in my understanding. God be in my eyes and in my looking. God be in my mouth and in my speaking. God be in my heart and in my thinking. God be at my end and at my departing. And now a variation on a prayer of St. Patrick by Emily Swan. I breathe in strength as I stand today calling on the source, the wellspring, and the living water, believing in the threeness, witnessing the oneness, on my way to meet you face to face. The benediction, 
Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. A light shone down on us A star of hope shines bright A light shines bright